Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are listening to any given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. For Sunday, May 12, 2019, this is Any Given Sunday. I'm your host, Manny Brown. What's up, everybody? Hopefully, you guys had a happy, safe, blessed work week. Um, Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Uh, Hopefully, you guys enjoy your day. Uh, My guests this week are the hosts of the very popular Oversaturated Podcast, Uh, two guys that I've been following for a while now. Been wanting to have on the show, both of them, do a a little bit of a combo show uh, between my show and their show. Um, Been a huge fan of these guys for a while and uh, just wanted to get them on the show for the first time and was finally able to get him on this weekend and uh let's let's do it uh rafael johnny was good welcome to any given sunday yo man what's good man you, you, you called me by my government i appreciate it though <laughs> rafael, yeah, yeah, that's what i do man i call people by the government i hope you ain't, hope you ain't got warrants or nothing right no no we all good oh we yeah all we good. good we clean over here. We, we clean we good oh, they got no warrants or nothing out here my bad no no we straight we straight but no man thank you for having us on manny man i appreciate it for real like we do Definitely, man. We we out here, man. Oversaturated the podcast. St. Louis, we in the building. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been wanting to have y'all on the show for a while. I've been a fan of y'all's for a while. Um, kind of linked up on Twitter and uh I liked what y'all had to say. I liked y'all podcast, so I like connecting with good people and, and people that do the same that are that are that are on the same movement as I'm on. So uh yeah, it was just it was natural. So uh <laughs> so yeah, man. I'm I'm glad that y'all are on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I kind of want to have you on because it's, it's a different perspective because I usually have like or um, sports personalities or something like that. So it's, it's the first time that I actually have, well, not really the first time, but like that I have podcasters on the show, specifically y'all that kind of, what I like about y'all podcasts is that y'all cover a lot of different areas. So y'all are not just a, let's quote unquote, a music podcast or a pop culture podcast. Y'all kind of do it. I mean, y'all are a pop culture podcast in the sense that y'all talk about pop culture. But yeah. y'all, some days y'all can talk about music. Yeah. Some days y'all talk about film. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Some days, it's, you know, y'all mix sports in there. Like y'all, y'all talk about everything. So, um, I guess my first question for y'all is like, how do y'all manage to pull it off? Because like for me, I think it's easy. Like it's it's for me, I talk about sports, and sometimes I veer off into other areas. But how does how 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 difficult it is for y'all to, to do the podcast that y'all do on a daily, on a week to week basis where, you know, the topics may vary. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, ch- the show is not as 
you know what I'm saying, consistent from a week-to-week standpoint. Like mine, I know, like, you know, next week I'm going to have this guest on, so I know I'm pretty much I'm, what I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. in the following week, et cetera, et cetera. How, how different is that for you guys? How is the creative process for you guys? Oh, man. Uh, it, it Honestly, it depends. Like, uh, like me and Johnny, uh, we've been friends for well over 15 years, so uh, we basically built the show around our conversations and how random those conversations can be. So oversaturated is... Uh, kind of a double entendre on how our conversation can be so random. We can talk about so many things and then the podcast market as a whole, because the podcast market is, you know, is oversaturated. There's a million and one podcast. So we were thinking like, how do we differentiate ourselves from anybody else? So we thought mm-hmm. of the name oversaturated and it's kind of like the rest is history. But I mean, Johnny can kind of, you know, you know, uh, get into that a little bit more. Yeah. It's like, we, we try not to be, I guess I'll say one track minded with our content because like Ralph said, we do talk about everything. Like the podcast was built around our, our conversation, our personal conversations because we talk about random shit all the time. Whenever me and Ralph would get together, whenever we would hang out with our friends, we talk about everything, music, movies, pop culture. Like mm-hmm. one day, one day I was just riding and I, I, I thought to myself, you know, we could do a podcast. So I text Ralph and he was like, shit, let's do it. And, We've been doing it for two years now, so we we here. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And and, and my next question was kind of like, what's going to be like the history of the show, how y'all get started. So y'all kind of alluded to that, um, okay. right then and there. But um, so like the creative process for y'all, like y'all just kind of y'all just flow with it. Like it's just kind of like, yo, I feel like talking about this, and this is what we're going to talk about. Or do y'all, how much planning goes into like these specific specific episode? Um, as far well, uh, it depends. Like the when we first initially started out, we had like a set theme for each show. Uh, as you know, as people that have grown with us, you've seen like each theme kind of evolve. Like we would say, oh, we're going to talk about. Let's just say we talked about the Wings brothers or the Wings family in general being one of the biggest entertainment families. Period. So we centered our conversation around that. So we talked about movies. We talked about the movies, the shows, the content that that family has produced into you know the pop culture so we just kind of went with that but as time went on we was like okay let's start you know mixing it up let's do something that's actually going on in the world today or you know let's do a, a mcu bracket because you know we just watched you know affinity war right. or, you know Endgame or something like that so it's always something it's always like ever changing it depends on what 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 we're thinking about at the time but kind of like what's going on in the world at the same time yeah. And and we, we try to center we also try to center it around what we know a lot of people would be interested in. So like we do reviews of like Insecure, the show Insecure on HBO, um, Atlanta. Those are dope, by the way. I appreciate thank, those. those thank, are dope. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Like because we are fans of the show. And of course, there are a lot of people in our audience that are fans of the show as well. So they tune in to hear what we think about it. And of course, they chime in if they agree or if they disagree with something. So that feedback is always great. And as far as music, like, you know, there's so many different topics that that can be talked about with music. We just try to, you know, break them down into micro pieces. So like, I think episode three, we talked about the music that <laughs> we were kind of embarrassed to listen to when we were kids, like when we were growing up. Yeah. We were young, we were young black males, but we were listening to NSYNC and shit. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but we couldn't, but we couldn't tell our friends at school that because, you know, we'll get, you know, we'll get yeah. roasted. So, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, we we try to break it down like that and make it entertaining. No doubt, no doubt. And I think that's how I first started listening to y'all was I believe it was an insecure review actually. Um, that's, that's how I came up because I, yeah, I, that's how I found y'all podcast initially, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is dope. And I thought y'all, I thought y'all solely did just the insecure reviews, but of course, uh, as I started listening to y'all more nah. and more, um, nah, you know, I was, I was corrected, obviously, right? Yeah, nah, but uh, nah, it's dope, man. It's dope for real, for real. Um. What's the hardest part of the show? Like, what's the hardest part of doing the the, the podcast? Um, I think I think it's kind of like what's next. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. the, the 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 continuation of the podcast because once you're done, it's like okay, what's next? Because people think once you put out an episode, you're not already working on the episode. Sometimes me and Johnny are three or four episodes ahead, even though yeah, we're working on right. this one. Like we can have a, you know, I don't want to give a game away. We can talk about this, uh, Manny off air, but you know, just yeah, I don't, don't want to get out of the way. You know, that that costs. You know, if you're not a podcast, I can't really give you that. But you know, you you have to always <laughs> think ahead. Well, what's going on in this? You know, what's going on here? What's going on here? So we start to center episodes, or we have ideas that we want to kind of like pinpoint. Oh, we want to drop this episode here, you know that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think it's just the fact that you're always on your mind, never really shuts down when it comes to podcasting. You're always thinking of what to do next, right? Absolutely. And, and even taking that further, like like outside of podcasting, right? Because I feel like after doing podcasting for two years, we pretty much got have a flow of things. We we when we have a topic, if we want. Uh, a guest on we pretty much have a uh, have an idea of the guest we want to have for particular topics so outside of podcasting is like what's next like we just had a live show a week ago which was great shout out to everybody that came out but it's like we want to do more we're thinking about doing more events like on top of the podcasting because podcasting is fun but we don't want to we don't want it to become like the only the only medium that we have to get to people because at some point that'll get boring if we are if right. we're only just doing the one thing, you know? So figuring out new ways to reach people is is where we are right now, which is kind of it's kind of been difficult. And I think the the and as a podcaster myself, I, I, I totally can relate, obviously. And I think the hardest part that I think people don't understand is just all the additional things, because I think even my friends, like a lot of times people think that it's just, oh, you put out an episode and that's it. Like, no, like, nah, you got to promote it. You know, yeah. <laughs> you got to you you spend more time promoting it and advertising it and getting into the right places and just, you know, sharing and retweeting and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's that's an extension of this shit, too. Like, you know, what I mean? right. like, you know what I'm like, it's like, you know, you can put a podcast out there, but it's like. You know, you got to do the extra promoting. You got to put it out there. You know, yeah, put it to the to the masses out there. So I think that's another part of this that that's hard sometimes because it's like, damn, you know, that's that's like the easy part is honestly recording. Like the easy part is just turning the mic on and just talking, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, know, but, yeah. But the, but the editing, the the promoting, you know, yeah. with all that, all the all the infrastructure stuff behind the scenes is, is the hard part. So. Yeah. And as, and as Manny would know, you got to get in people DM sometimes. You got to send, you got to, I know you saw this on the, on the feed, but here you go. I'm going to slide this to you directly. Like, you know, check it out. <laughs> hey, man. Um, <laughs> and, and it's weird because like, like I follow Manny on multiple social media platforms. We're on Facebook together and we're on Twitter. Right. You know, the differences like, you know, like, we can be on Twitter and that the, like our feed and our links and our, you know, promo stuff can go so, so, you know, oh, so far. But when you're on Facebook, it's like, ah, 
Yeah, who, who saw this? Yeah. Manny likes my yeah. Manny yeah. likes my podcast stuff on Facebook, but I don't know about the other you know friends that I have. Right, it's weird. Yeah, other, it's weird. Other one thousand people don't like it on <laughs> exactly. exactly on Facebook. <laughs> and, and, and y'all know, and y'all know, like it be people on social media that follow you and shit, but they never interact with you like a month, like at all, like. Right. Like, nigga, why are you here? Like, right. like, like, what is this? Like, what are we doing? Like, exactly. Like, I be like, you would have like a thousand friends, right? Like, only two hundred of them that you actually interact with. So get the ones that you actually know. But people Uh-oh. that actually interact with you, like that, either share your shit or like your shit or whatever, and they'd be like the other eight hundred, like, what? Why are y'all even? Right, whatever. I don't know. It must exactly. be the Russian bot. It must be the Russian bots here. That's my. That's my. That's my conspiracy theory. Right? They watching us, bro. Yeah, watch. So, I hey, so matter of fact, I should, I should. So, matter of fact, I should just edit out the part where I mentioned your first y'all government names. You know what I mean? I, you know, it, Russian bots is listening as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. They go find number podcast stuff, so it's okay. Right. No, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> and a few random quotes here and there. That's it. <laughs> right. Word, word, word. No, but for real though, like it's 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 crazy because it's like social media like we your shit can get lost in the in the in the feed man like yeah. you post something at at 12 30 like, by 1235 there's like what a thousand other things that have that have happened just on mm. twitter alone you know what i'm saying yeah it, it's easy to get lost in that in that in that in that atmosphere man. and and that's what people uh tend to you know tend to forget like when you're creative you have to start thinking outside the box yeah. oh where should i post this and you know what? Some stuff I would not post because I'm like, you know what? It's going to get lost in something. Like if it's a, you know, like let's say I wanted to drop a, a episode around the time Nipsey Hussle died. Do you think anybody would care? Nope. Yeah. Not unless, not unless you were actually talking about Nipsey. But even then, and even then, you wouldn't even, you know, get as many people as you normally would. It's it's crazy. So, and that was something on a bigger scale. So imagine something that's a microcosm, like if a local celebrity or someone dies that's near and dear to us, um, like I'll give you a case in point. Um, let me say this rest in peace to Jalen McKenzie. Uh, I know Manny may know about this and maybe a few of your listeners may know, but he's from East St. Louis, Illinois. He's a 14 year old football phenom. He was killed after his eighth grade prom. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah, he was, uh, he was like the next one up. He was, everyone was championing this young kid. He was put, he was featured in Sports Illustrated, and um, even Ezekiel Elliott has uh, said that he'll pay for his funeral expenses. So most of our, you know, friends and com- comrades are from East St. Louis because that's where me and Johnny are originally from. So if we had content or anything to drop that day, we were kind of skeptical about doing it because all the attention was on Jalen, and rightfully so. So you know, that's the the space that kind of creators have to kind of inhabit. You know, it's like you have to be cautious of when you drop your content and your material because if something's going on where people can like kind of gloss over you don't want that to happen and you know you don't want to kind of seem insensitive as well either you don't want to seem like the guy that's only here to drop content right <laughs> right right yeah and as as far as, as far as thing too is like sometimes like especially like with entertainment with content in general like sometimes sometimes people are just on it all the time and then they go through periods where they're not as on it as much you know what i'm saying right. so it just it's just one of those things that fluctuates man and i think the and i think the challenge is that is just to not take it personal like one episode may get you know whatever a thousand something listeners or whatever yeah and the next episode may only get like 600 yeah. it's not a different the one that got 600 is probably the better episode but it just so happens that the last episode everybody was checking for it or whatever the next episode happened and you know people on vacation or 
knows? Yeah. Something else might might have happened, or just people just taking a break. Like, yo, sometimes this shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so many hours in a day. Some people didn't have time to listen to it. You know what I mean? So just understanding that that ebbs and the flows to this shit is 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 the crazy part too. Yeah. And, and one thing I noticed about people and their social media marketing is like, you know, they'll do they'll do their podcast episodes, but when they get on social media. They'll do a lot of like, I guess I'll call it trolling, but they'll ask like certain questions to try to get the tw- the try to get the timeline riled up. Right, right, and then, right. Yeah. And point them to and then point them back to the episode. It's like <laughs> I see it and I just look and I laugh because I don't have time for that shit. Like, cause I don't, I don't care. I don't really care. Yeah, it just seems che- it just seems cheap. Like you know what I mean? Like, eh, come on, man. Like that's there's better ways to do that. You know? What yeah. I mean? like, yeah. And then it's like, because how much time like, do you like, really have? Like the DMing feels a little bit more personable because you go in there, you introduce yourself, like, hey, man, you know, you know, when you have time, can you listen to my shit or whatever? You know, like, it feels a little bit more personal than, like, starting some riling motherfuckers up. Like, yo, you know what I think? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think James Harden is secretly a woman. What y'all think? <laughs> like, oh, and by the way, share and follow my podcast. Like, come on. Dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like, you got to relax. Because <laughs> that's insane. Cheap, bro. Like, come on, like, get out. Of here. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah. But no, it happens. It happens. I mean, hey, man. And, I, and 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 in a funny way, I can't really knock it because it's like, yo, man, you gotta get, you gotta get it somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Just, just I, that, not for me. Not yeah, for me. like you'll never catch me doing this shit. One, because I don't have the time. Two, I don't, yeah. I don't really care about people's opinions. Like, like I, I, I appreciate the people that rock with us because they, they share. Like they'll share if they agree or disagree and we can have a, we can have an honest back and forth, you know, and then we can agree to disagree. But just coming at me with like some crazy shit just because like, nah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all, do y'all ever upset the, uh, the MAGA folks? Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't think we have like, uh, like now this is the thing about, I think about our podcast. We haven't really steered on too many politically charged uh topics like you know we'll talk about certain things but i don't know if we really piss any MAGA people off i mean if you listen to us we're all you know we're all about the culture so we're never going to agree with anything that they probably agree with so right it's right funny. they find their way they find their way into anything man I, I, again it's some russian it's some russian bots bro like, it's funny like i've pissed off a couple of MAGA folks like yo like <laughs> a sports conversation podcast like what the fuck am i talking about that's even rallying y'all motherfuckers up like shouldn't y'all be worried about some other shit like yeah you with yeah. migrant children in cages or some shit like i don't even <laughs> talk about that <laughs> but see i feel like i feel like they get they get mad at dumb shit to keep the conversation off the shit that, that you know that really true. matters true because it's true. like why, why are you getting mad at a, a sports commentator when you know there are children in cages wrapped in aluminum foil, like why would you do that? Nah. Facts. Yeah, and they, they the ma- they the master deflection artist, bro. So oh, I, that's I, yeah. a fact. That's yes, fact. yes, yeah. Like you sit here and talk about Steph Curry. See, they're talking. There's a liberal agenda. What? Like, <laughs> what? 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 jump shot. Like, I, I mean, I might have thrown in like a shady a shade comment at Donald Trump, but like you taking one comment and then jumping off mm-hmm. from roof. But, oh yeah, that that's what they do. Yeah, they do that, man. So I'm just, I just, I, I, I like to ask that because it's like, eh, like, you know, have y'all, have y'all struck a nerve with the MAGA folks? You know what uh, I mean? So, no, we, we, we shook, we shook a nerve. 
I know we struck a nerve with the Shea Butter community on a few on a few times, but you know, never the magazine. <laughs> oh, really? What, how, how that, what, what, what happened there? <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to figure out which one you're talking about because I only uh, I can only think of one right now. Well, I think I think I think me and Johnny are probably thinking about the same one, but uh, when I say Shea Butter, I mean that in all due respect. <laughs> I do, but. <laughs> Black queens, that's what we mean. Yeah, our, our black queens. Like, you know, I think we, well, me and Johnny had took an excerpt. It was from uh, Pastor John Gray. Yeah. If anybody's familiar with him, uh, he tends to piss off a lot of our black women a lot. Um, <laughs> just with his rhetoric and things that he does. And me and Johnny, let's just say me and Johnny agreed with him on one of his stances. Oh, man, look. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It, it, was, it wasn't bad, but oh, man. Nah, there was one particular person for me. Like I, I try not to take shit personal, especially like in the podcasting game. But like I felt, okay. I kind of felt attacked because I, she. It seemed as if she was really like taking everything we said to heart, and, but not <laughs> trying to understand it from our standpoint. And I was drawing a lot of parallels between what he was saying in this one particular interview versus what I have going through in my life, and. For her to tell me, like, I was wrong with that shit, nah. Like, you can't tell me I'm wrong for living my own experience, you feel me? Right. And I wasn't even familiar with Pastor John Gray before that interview, so I don't know, I ain't know shit about him, and I didn't care. So that, that like, that trick, like, that pissed me off. But I just had to take a step back and be like, all right, I'm going to let her spew whatever the fuck she got to say, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to chill out. I, like, I was heated. Like, I was, uh, I was heated. And 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 Manny, I know you have this on on your particular platform because, like, I've listened to you plenty of times, and I know you can take a strong stance against, like, say, I know you're a New York head to the, you know, to the <laughs> core. So it's certain things like, hey, I'm not really rocking with, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and, and everybody has their biases, especially when it comes to teams and you know sports. So I know you get a lot of comments. I know you do. <laughs> oh, I do, and I just take, and I like, I'm. I, I just believe that, yo, not you're not always gonna agree with people on every single aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I may see something totally like if I like if I rock with y'all, right? Yeah. Like we we cool, we homies, we hang out, we we do what we do, whatever, right? But we're not gonna agree on every single topic in everything. Like we're just not. That's just not. That's not life. Like, yeah. Like we're gonna disagree on certain things. Like that doesn't mean yeah. that you're a bad person. As long as right. you don't disrespect me, you don't come for me, you don't disrespect me or my family or my or my religion or like whatever, like we cool. Yeah. We just may we just have disagreements. Like yeah. you see things your way, I see things my way. That's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like that's just life. Like And you and you know what's crazy? I think that's what's wrong with like the human race in general. Like absolutely. Everybody has their own set of ways, set of thinking, which is cool, but certain people don't respect other people's way of thinking because it's not theirs. And I feel like that's, that's like the overarching issue with humans, but you know, they make, especially nowadays, it it didn't feel, it didn't feel like that back in the day. Like it feels like this now, like, yo, we've taken this tribalism shit to the max now, like where it's like, if you, if you're not with me, you against me. And that's, yeah. 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 And it's like, damn, like, no, like, like my brother and I, like we don't agree on a lot of shit. Like we don't agree politically. We don't agree on a lot of shit. But that's still my brother. Like if he called me right now, it's like, yo, I need, you know, I need two hundred dollars. Like, 
boom, I got you. Or yo, I need this over there. I'm in trouble. Like, that's my brother. Like, yeah, yeah. we don't agree. We're not gonna we're not gonna have fucking political discussions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, like that's his opinion. I respect him for that. Like right. I respect him for having his own way of thinking. That's his. He ha- I have mine. As long as you respect me and my opinion, I can respect yours and your opinion. But it's just this thing of you have to think my way. It's my way or the highway. If you're not with me, you're against me. Like it's this bullshit that like it's crazy to me. Like I, like I like for instance, like I've I've had homies that like oh you need to delete these motherfuckers that's Republicans from your friends list. Like what? Why? Because they because they have a different political view than mine. Like yeah, okay, like they Republicans. As long as you're not out here disrespecting me, calling me a nigga, disrespecting my family, disrespecting yes. my people, like I'm good. Right. Yeah. Like I'm good. And nothing's wrong with keeping people around. Maybe if it's just in the social media realm that disagree with you. Like sometimes you need to see a difference of opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I feel like it's I feel like it's healthy. It's healthy. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is healthy because you it's just a different it's nothing wrong with having a different perspective. It's right. nothing wrong. Now, granted, a lot of their perspectives are just fucking totally whack. <laughs> but that's <laughs> them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's them. As long as as long as I know what I believe in and I know my truth, like I'm good. Like I don't need to I don't need self-affirmation, like, oh, I'm gonna delete this person because he doesn't agree. Like, blah, blah, blah. like, huh. Like as long as you don't say no racist shit on my shit, like, yo. Good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you now if you coming out of pocket with some shit like, hey, yeah, I might, okay. I might, I might have to, yeah, <laughs> you, might, you might have to get the delete button. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, but other than that, like, but, but this is this mindset, like, oh, if you don't agree with me, if you don't see the world how I see the world, fuck you, like, damn, like, really, like, that's how we, that's how we feel, like, okay, yeah. Like, and wh- when did it get like that? Like, I, I feel like I there, there know, was man. a turning point at some point, but I just can't pinpoint when it was. I don't know what it I don't know what it is like and I'm not one of those people that like believes that like oh everything has just gotten worse with the advent of social media no like I no. feel like everything was the same without social media now social media is just giving it it's just a bigger microscope yeah. like racism existed before social media yeah it's just that Thanks. you know before social media you can hide in anonymity now you can't like like now you can be, you know, blue face 67 and post crazy wild shit on on message boys and on Twitter and whatever. And nobody knows who the fuck you are. Like pretty much you could you could do that shit back in 1990. Right. Yeah. So this idea that like social media has only made things worse. Like, nah, it's bullshit. It's 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 highlighted the how horrible people can be. I, I will say that. But it's not me. Like, so I don't know what the turning point is. Like, I, I don't I don't. I, yeah, it's crazy me. Like I, I think like that too. Like I'd be thinking like, damn, what? How did this all change? Like how did it get this bad? Like I don't. Maybe I mean maybe it was social media. I mean I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it was. Like maybe the internet, man. You know you know how everybody blames everything on the internet. Right. Yeah, blame everything on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just blame it on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> just blame it on the internet. Man. But now nah, it's crazy. But I, you know what? I, I've seen that more so with religious folks. Like if you don't believe in what I believe in, like you are wrong like you're just a horrible person like yeah maybe i just have my own opinions on life yeah and that's and that's insane because you would think the religious folks will be the folks who will be the most compassionate or loving you know but no Mm. that's not the case not at all clearly no not at all all. if you don't if you don't see eye to eye with them on 95 no not fuck 95 99.8 percent of everything like yo you just a fucked up person like what how like really so 
we just we're gonna go there now. Okay, all right. You know, it's it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but it's 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 wild because it's it's like it's it, you never know who you're gonna strike a chord with. Like you never know doing this podcast shit. Like who you're gonna strike a chord with, who you're gonna piss off, and it, it just it runs from there. Like I had my little I had a little dose of of, of controversy this week with the whole Aisha Curry thing. So I can oh, transition over there. Oh, okay. What was y'all th- what was y'all thoughts on the whole Aisha Curry? Thing? <laughs> Before I, before I give my, <laughs> Danny, you want to go? You want to go first on this uh, one? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I go. I go first. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it real with you. The, okay. the man in me was like, "That's bullshit." Like when I first heard it, I was like, yeah. "Okay, wait, you have pretty much the perfect life, right? Mm-hmm. Why do? Why would you want attention from other men?" That right. was my initial thought. But as I sat and thought, and as I sat and thought about it more, right. I started to see it from her perspective. Like she, so she's only 30 if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So that her and Steph have been together pretty much their whole adult lives. She has three children with him and she hasn't really like explored herself basically is is what I would say. So Mm -hmm. the fact that she hasn't been getting any attention from anybody except Steph, because I don't think there's a way they could be married, have three children. He's not showing her attention. There's no way. Um, but the fact that she's not getting it from outside, like, I think I get it. It's because she's bare three children and she hasn't had that opportunity to really explore or express herself the way that she wants to. I'm trying to keep it a little PC here. Um <laughs> So I, I think I hey, get man, it. hey listen we don't we don't keep nothing PC okay. here man just hey speak <laughs> your truth man. speak your truth what I think I gather from that is that she really just want to be out here like for real like she's done the <laughs> she done the whole wholesome wife shit which I would assume has been great for her but she hasn't had that period to you know oh god. <laughs> See now, now what we're what we're experiencing is is the Aisha Curry rebrand right now. Now with Aisha Curry, she has built this brand on being so wholesome, so genuine, so you know the 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 quiet college girl that transitioned into being the wholesome wife and mother. And the thing is, we've always she's always you know been out here just you know spreading you know oh I'm this and I'm that and I'm that and I'm this and she's always been looked at as a spoiled brat. So right. in her moment of vulnerability, she's expressing how she feels. And, you know, we're not here to dismiss her, you know, her, her feelings. It's just the fact that it's coming from her. Now, let's, Absolutely. let's say if Savannah came out and said, you know, Savannah James, LeBron James' wife, came out and said the exact same thing, I think people would be more receptive because Savannah doesn't say shit. Raph, I'll do you one better. If Beyonce, if the mighty Queen Beyonce had said the exact same shit, no woman would have batted an eye. They would have been like, yes, Queen. You need to get get, get the opinion you deserve. Speak, Speak, bitch. Speak. But but this is the thing. Beyonce sells the wholesome mother and wife image as well as sells sex. So it's like, like, I get what you're saying, man, but uh, that's that's me, but but, you, but, but my point, but, my point but, is like, but your point is the balanced. message like, wasn't the issue. The yeah, messenger yeah. was the issue. Yes, exactly. Okay, yes. Now if you go on there, yeah, I was just being technical. But yeah, if you want to be that, yeah, it's just the messenger. It's like nobody wants to hear that shit from Aisha Curry. Nobody. 
And who's to say like she's not suffering from postpartum depression? I believe she is. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I believe that. Like she's yeah. had three kids and she's thirty. So it's like all I know is Steph, and nobody really pays attention to me as just being a beautiful, sexy woman. They only they only identify me as being a watch in the bucket. But the thing, the another another point to that is. She doesn't present her. She doesn't necessarily present herself as quote unquote sexy. Like we all see mm-hmm. the women who promote themselves as sexy on social media, right? We all yeah, right. they wear you know bikinis and revealing dresses and all that type of shit. Aisha doesn't. Now I'm not saying she can't be sexy, you know, dressing less revealing. Like she can. Yeah. I feel like you can be sexy and not be revealing. I feel that way. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. The masses don't feel that way. No, I think most I think most grown adult people that aren't into superficial shit agree. Yeah. Think so? I don't know. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I think I think the majority of people agree. I think you're always gonna have the outliers. You're always gonna have the motherfuckers that, you know, that think other that that are just superficially based that are into Instagram thoughts and 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 think that that's the only thing women have to offer and and like yeah. so I mean but I think much, the majority of adults of forward thinking people like oh like I don't like women showing their asses all the time right. like I'm more attracted to like women that just act normal yeah <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah take normal pictures <laughs> like I don't know right without your ass on the on the counter. In the bathroom, like I don't need, I don't need your ass shot picture with a Bible verse. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) That's funny, but true. That's very true. No, but but here's my here's my perspective on it. So, uh, like y'all, as as a man, I was like, what? What did she just really just say? Because at first, I didn't watch the video. Yeah, and I think that was, I think, I think the people that jumped on this shit and ran with it a thousand miles. A didn't even watch the damn video or the interview. Yes. So that and that's a part of and that's another problem with society now that we just we just jump on whatever's trending. Yeah. And don't even don't even do the research to actually research like what the person said, the actual interview. We just take the the the, the, the clickbait the excerpt. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Or the the abbreviated version of it and just run with it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I hey, and I'm I'm not a I'm I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I did the same exact thing. I saw the I saw the. I, I did the I did the clickbait thing. I clicked on the article, and Aisha said, "This what? What, what the fuck did she say? Like what? What is going on with this woman?" So of course, before I even made, but 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 I always have like women stuff. I always reserve my own judgment, and I I try to get the woman perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean because I, I'm not I'm not qualified enough to have an opinion on okay. that, that particular topic, right? You know, depending on what it is, like some shit is like, oh, no, hell no, I'm not with that. Or yeah, that's that's cool. But um, yeah. So I talked to my wife, right? Talked to the wife. I got her perspective on everything, right? And my wife broke it down to me. She's like, she's not talking about she wants to get hollered at. She's not talking about she missed out on things because she's been wholesome. Her perspective is she's a woman. She wants to know. My wife told it. My wife. My wife broke it down to me like. People like to think that women don't have egos. Women have egos. They, in a lot of ways, have bigger egos than men. Because if you think about it, women have been getting hit on basically yeah. since yeah. they started puberty. So that's so. For instance, like a girl like a girl like my my, my wife happens to be thirty one. Aisha mm-hmm. happens to be the same age, right? Well, 30, 31, right? So essentially, from the ages of thirteen to now, or to whenever they first had kids, right? They've been hit on. They've they've had dick thrown at them every which way for yeah. 12, 15 years of their lives. So when something changes like parenthood, 
you know, were the trials and the tribulations of going through pregnancy, multiple pregnancies at that, that affects your confidence. That affects your ego. Like you, you sit there and think like, damn, I've gained some weight. You, 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 your own self know like, damn, I've gained some weight. Do I still have the ability to be, do I still feel pretty? Do I still feel like I can be, you know, attached to someone? Do I still feel like I inspire or I arouse, not just yeah. my husband, but just anybody, you know what I mean? Like anybody. And that goes and that goes to the insecurities that women face beyond just pregnancy or beyond just whether they're single, married. Like it, women are just filled with insecurities. Like women have a tough time knowing that they're beautiful. Some don't. Some just from early ages of life, they just like, yeah. oh, I'm a bad bitch and I know it. Like, you know, some but the majority of women yeah. struggle with their own insecurities. They do. Like that's a fact. So I think what she was saying, and I also think the other aspect of this too is that she poorly said what she what she was trying. Like she was trying to make a a, a better point. She could have illustrated that better. Yeah. I think that was the problem with how she said it. And I think many people ran with it was that she didn't say it the way it should have probably been said. Another yeah. person would have probably said that better. Um, but I think I think, but that's what my wife told me. It's just like a lot of people don't understand it. Women have egos too. We have our own. We have our own bouts of insecurities and self confidence issues, and then add that to. You know, you just had three kids. Everybody knows you as Steph Curry's wife. Nobody even, you know, so she's not she's not asking for attention in the sense like, oh, yeah, everybody just slide in my DMs. Oh, I'm tired of being married to this lame ass nigga. I just want to run around the streets and get trains ran on me. Like, that's not what she's referring to. She's she's basically expressing the insecurities that women, especially women in a postpartum stage, deal with. So she showed her vulnerability to the yeah. world and people just yeah. slandered her for it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to understand where the woman was coming from, yeah. they just slandered her. You know what I'm saying? So once I, so once my wife broke it down to me, I, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> never of course, about as a man, that. I don't know anything about that. And it never hit me like, damn, that's crazy. Like, as a woman, you've been getting hit on your whole life. So when you have kids and your body changes and, and you go through the natural changes of just age and being a parent, being a mother, going through pregnancy, like, Damn, that's crazy. Like, think about that shit. Yeah. Like, so it puts a different perspective on that whole thing. So I basically said, like, damn, it's amazing how so many people just missed the whole right. point of what Aisha Curry was trying to say. Nigga, I got slandered by <laughs> men, women. Like, oh, I'm a soft ass nigga. Like, blah, 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 blah. This and yeah. that. I'm like, really? Like, why? Because I don't, I don't prescribe yeah. to the the macho, oh fuck that yep. bitch. She's just trying to get mm-hmm. fucked by random niggas. Like, oh, I don't think right, that's what she right. was say. It's, um, it's a <laughs> it's a deeper thing. Like people hate the curries, I think. Like people it's, it's either like you're on one end of the spectrum, you either love them or you kinda like, you know, fuck them. Like I'm tired of it. Like this wholesome shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's and it, and it and it's and it's and there's a lot of aspects to that. Like I think people hate them because obviously Aisha's presented that that wholesomeness to herself. Like, and I think that's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I also let's not let's mm. not ignore this. We know this that that is real. Dark skin, very real. It's yeah. real. It is it is very real. Yeah. So that plays a role into this. I mean, it's just it's just like because I because I, my wife even said it. Had Beyonce said the same shit that Aisha Curry said. Nobody I agree. I, I totally agree, and that's why I made the Savannah James comparison because I feel like, you know, they, regardless of how you feel, they are still the number the NBA's first family in my eyes, and I feel like everybody should kind of share that same sentiment until LeBron retires. Now, you know, it's just that Steph has been catapulted because of, you know, I think the obvious, he likes it, like you know, and that's never an indictment of his talent. I think he's a great basketball player. Yeah, I mean. 
I, I think, yeah. I mean, I don't really buy into the whole light skin, dark skin thing as far as like, oh, that's why they mark. Because white people don't mm-hmm. think that deep, I don't think. Like, in that shit. Like, I think that's more mm-hmm. of, of black people having that battle okay. within ourselves than, than like some white media person in LA, like, oh, well, we like stuff because he's lighter skinned complexion than. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it plays a role. I'm not saying that's. I'm not saying that's whole. <laughs> I think I think it does play a role. I'm not trying to see. I'm not trying to see naive. Like, absolutely, I, I think it does play into it. But I don't think it's as deep as like. Okay. We well, play. I mean, we can go tip for that, but I, I, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just as, saying, as layered. It's, it's not as, as layered. Like in, in the in the mainstream opinion, it's probably not as layered as maybe I'm making it out to seem. But I think it plays mm-hmm. a role. Like that's 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 my take. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You be you be, oh, you yeah, be yeah, ignorant yeah. to say it doesn't play a role. Absolutely, it plays a role. And, and but I also think there's other aspects of it. I think I think Steph is more relatable in a lot of ways because he's yeah. not this larger than life figure. Like LeBron, like LeBron is six nine two sixty. Like there's a lot of not. So motherfuckers can't relate to this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga six nine two sixty. Yeah, like, this nigga is a freak of nature. Like Steph Curry is this right. little six three ass dude that looks like every light skinned tall basketball player you've ever known in our lives. <laughs> That like people can relate to him. Kids can relate to him. Like my mm-hmm. son loves Steph Curry, loves him. <laughs> loves this yeah. Like why? Because he just has a certain like some people yeah. just have a certain appeal yeah. that others don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that plays into. I mean, it's it's. I, I'm not a. I'm not a sociologist and, and studies this kind of shit. So, like, I'm sure that somebody with a lot, with, a, with like four more degrees than I have, can 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 break this shit down to the core. But, but back to the whole Aisha thing. It's just like it's just crazy how so many people just ran with that. And the thing that, like, I, I'm not surprised the men thought the way that they thought because it's just like men are just men. Like, we have pretty one, much one track yeah. minds for certain things. Like, so of course, the fact that she said that the way she said it, like, that was enough. For pretty much, to say, yeah, it. which is crazy. But, 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 like, so many women though. Like, that's the one that blew me away. So, oh, she's stupid. She's ignorant. She a dumbass. But you know what's I, crazy? Like the the majority <laughs> of the majority of women that had that thought process are either single or have never had a successful relationship. Like I don't think they I don't think they truly understand what it takes to be in a relationship, let alone a marriage. You know, because that that shit ain't it's not easy. Exactly, it's not easy. Like and 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 the the dumbest shit. The the one thing, the one default comment that they always say. Well, you should only be attractive to your husband. It it don't matter what these other niggas or these other men think. You should be attracted to your husband. I'm like, that's (laughs) that's dumb. Like that's fucking dumb. Because like like okay, being married like. You kind of obligated. <laughs> you you are obligated to feel a certain type of way about me. Like if this shit's gonna work, so that so your perspective is not always the right perspective because like you're married to me. You married me for a reason. So like sometimes like I don't know. Like do you like me because you just really like me? Are you really attracted to me because you really attracted to me? Or are you just at this point where like damn, I'm in a I'm in a union with you, nigga. Like I, yeah. I kind of have to be there at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when random people. Say, oh, that person's like a like an attractive person. Like, oh, okay, that that woman or that man is attractive. Like, yeah. that's different. 
You know what I'm saying? Like just a different, it's a yeah. different mindset. It's a different perspective. But I think so many women just ran off the fact like, oh, she's just trying. She's just, well, what are you doing trying to get attention from random niggas when I, you married? I, I, I never bitch. knew Aisha Curry was this polarizing of a figure. <laughs> <laughs> she is very polarizing. She's very, she's very, very polarizing. You know how I think some, I, you know how I secretly think. Sam, yeah. I've, I've, I've been saying like for secretly. years, um, all women are secretly in a competition with each other. But they will never admit it. They will never yes, admit that. Absolutely. Never, oh my God. Never admit it. Yeah. Never yeah. admit it. Never admit it, dog. Never. Like some women absolutely hate each other for no reason. Like, yo, like if like if do like if men hate other men, we have a we there's, yeah. there's a yeah. valid yeah. reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I just get a vibe from that dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really rock with him. Like, ah, it's just something about him. Oh, man, you know what? I don't like how that dude treated the one dude yeah. the copy machine at work one day. And I just, that shit, that yeah. just like, we have a reason. They can see, Women, they can literally see like somebody her. they never saw before and be like, I don't, I don't like her. Yeah. In their life, I don't like, like her. I don't like her. She <laughs> went too much foundation. That's a like fact. Her. Oh, my God. That's a fact. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, what is her makeup or lack of makeup? To do with anything. Anything, yeah. With you liking the person. Yeah, I just, I don't, I, 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 yeah, man. So, I, but, but I used to, she's very polarizing because she's someone that has, like you said, Johnny, like she's presented herself as the all American black girl. She's, she went to college. Doesn't she have like cookbooks and shit? Don't she have a cooking show or something? Yeah, she has a cookbook and and she's parlayed herself into. She's presented herself as like an all American housewife. Yes. And not only has she presented herself as an all American housewife, she's gone out there and she said, like, she said, yes. Not with all this. Exactly. Yep. Like I'm not, I'm not with, and I think that's why a lot of women jumped on her because she's been, she's been the main one. Like, oh, I don't, I don't get pressed on this social media shit. Like, I don't like how some women just go on there and post naked pictures of exactly. themselves and degrade themselves and blah 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 blah. And then what was the first excuse people say? Oh, you just want niggas to slide in your DMs. So like they, they felt like, oh, we got, we got this, we got pretty this much. Critical oh yeah, yes. they was ready. To, they she was ready bashed to us for being <laughs> social media driven. Yeah, right, ready to pounce. And it's like, oh, she bounced, she 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 bashed us for being social media driven, but here she is trying to have niggas slide in her DM. Well, no, sweetheart, that's not what she's all right. saying, but um, cool. okay. Right, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you. I, I okay, I guess I guess you're going somewhere with that, but that's not what you said. But um, yeah, man, she's very, very polarizing. <laughs> like she she is super I think I know you definitely know now, yeah. Right, definitely yeah. know now. Like, yeah, you definitely know now. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yo, she could literally come out and say, yo, you know what? I hate the fact that there are migrant children in cages. A, a bitter yes, bitch. Yes, yes. Is that Shut right? No, nah, you're right. What? What? Like, what? Uh, yeah, it's crazy to me. But yeah, it was just so amazing how how so many people just jumped on that whole eat Like, that's just... But I, yeah. also, I think people, uh, they wait for something to be negative about. Like they, they're just itching. As soon as something comes out, I'm here. Here I am. I'm on it. The negative posts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I also think I don't like. I, I don't think people don't like people presented as so wholesome and so rich. Like they don't like too much positive coverage from people. Like in a weird way, people like when people have like I, I, I like. I think that people like people that are polarizing in a lot of ways. Like I think people like people that have. Issues to them as opposed that's to something that's presented yeah, as just clean, pure, wholesome. Like you know why I think that is? Is because it gives them, it gives people a chance to not think about their own issues 
So if I if I could if I could see somebody right. else's Facts. issues and talk about them, I don't have to deal with mine for a minute. Facts. Yeah. No, I agree completely. Absolutely. I think it's definitely. I think it's definitely that. Yeah. Because it's like it's crazy to me how she ain't that perfect. She thinks she is just. She thinks she. I like. I've literally heard a chick say like, before this whole Aisha thing popped off, like, she thinks she just so damn whole. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that a problem? Like, what's the issue with it? Why is that a problem? Like, what, like, yeah, like, I, I actually applaud that. Like, I applaud the chick that's like, yo, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and 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 uh, and and you know they'll bring up the Savannah James thing, like, oh, well, you never see Savannah James doing right. Like, you don't ever see Savannah this is true. anything. Like she, she's in the background. Like, she all. doesn't want to be in the forefront. She doesn't want to be. I'm sure Savannah James has some of the same views. A lot of ways, probably. I, I, I don't know. Have, don't you know heard of, have you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of voice from? Before. No, no, no. I have never. I've never, never heard that woman talk. <laughs> I'm not even sure she can talk. Like I don't even know. I don't even know if she has like vocals. Like I, I've never yeah. heard that. I've seen her smile. I've seen her lips move in emotion. Like she may be no talking, sign. but I don't. I don't. I've never heard her voice, so I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know yeah. what she sounds like. So that 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 point is is lost on me because it's like a she never talks. She's perfectly content with being LeBron yeah. James's wife and being in the background. Like and that's cool. I and I applaud that. I respect that. Like yo, I don't. I don't get pressed yes. on this celebrity thing. Like. I'm just in the background, like I'm me. I'm Savannah James. Like I'm just gonna do me, raise my kids, have fun, live my life, support my husband, and, yeah. and that's it. Aisha Curry, she has her own views and she has her own. She wants to parlay her own right. thing into her own career, and I respect that. Like it's cool. But why knock her because she doesn't have? She has some some false overly or or some what what is perceived as some like false overly wholesomeness about her that some people, most people, can't attain yeah. to reach. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy to me. But yeah, I pissed off a lot of people with the Aisha Curry. It's crazy. But uh what what's but what what's uh what's something in the pop culture, in the culture right now that's that's got y'all like that's got y'all feeling some type of way? Like what's 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 one thing that's bothering y'all? It could be anything. It, 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 you know, like what, what's something that's like on y'all minds that's that that y'all want to talk about that y'all want to vent? I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. Like, I don't really be giving a fuck about these people. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like, the Aisha shit popped up. I saw a lot of like people still talking about this shit on social media now, and it's like, yeah. like, yes, hell, like y'all really trying to get away from y'all all, your own issues Bruh, for real. Like, still so, talking about this. Well, that shit broke on that shit broke on Facebook yesterday, so that's why they still talking about it. <laughs> but um, I like I I kind of well I I differ with Johnny's opinion. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I care, but you know, I think because we're in this this realm of podcasting, you kind of have to know what's going on. I mean, you do. Like, it's not like you have to. You know, you can't be oblivious. But sometimes it's just like now that I didn't care about. I never cared about what I used to care. He had to say rather being about sports, cooking, motherhood, wholesome women. I I didn't give two fucks. Like, but you know, somehow we're here. You know, like <laughs> somehow we're here. Right? It's not for us. It's not for us. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, Ralph, was you gonna say something? Oh no, no. Go ahead. So I actually so something no, no, go ahead, go that ahead, Ralph ahead. shared with me not too long ago, Kanye West was talking about like opening a church. And <sighs> that's, that's hella, like I personally feel like that's hella trash. Like he he was he went a year and a half talking about making make America great again. He felt like Superman wearing a hat and all that bullshit, hugging Trump and all that. Like, and I feel like he's trying to get back in the good graces of the black community with these Sunday services and shit. Now, granted, them shits have been hard, but like, <laughs> don't 
I feel like this is a rollout for him trying to get back good with the black community, and I, I'm not. I'm not really with it. Like I, I'm not with it. Honestly, like, why do we even pay attention to Kanye anymore? Like, a matter of fact, when Kanye I, comes on my I, screen, I just change. I like, I don't. Just, like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't care anymore. Like, and I and it's sad and it hurts me, yo. Because anybody that knows me, like, really knows me, knows like I fucked with Kanye so yeah. hard, yo. Like, late registration to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like, I was yeah. with Kanye hard. Like, like if he was in my city, like I would go to a show. Like, like first day yeah. I'm buying the album. Like, yeah. <laughs> like first day it drops. Like I'm in the record. Like I'm in I'm in Tower yeah. Records or yeah. I'm in Best Buy. Like buying the album. Like, like that's how high. That's how yeah. heavy I fuck with Kanye. And for me to be now, like when he says something, it doesn't even yeah. like resonate. Like it's just like. I just yeah, like yeah. I just change the channel. Like I just I, it's, it's like why are we still paying him attention? Like it's just like this dude. The dude lost me when the whole slavery uh, was a choice. Thing. Like yeah, just, well it, it, I mean he's on. I was done. He's on the that. other like, end of that polarizing thing. Like Aisha Curry. Like he he still have he still inhabits a, a certain place in pop culture where you know he says something's gonna you know get those those headlines. But Kanye, I've been off that Kanye train since Jesus. Like, I, I let him go then. <laughs> and, you know, not to say I still don't tune in and listen to music or, you know, see a little bit of the things that he says, but Jesus was like the drop off for me. So, like, yeah, so I mean, so, I, would, so, okay. I right, feel like so there's two chapters, but yeah, both, I feel uh, like pre Jesus before you, I mean, after Jesus, like, I don't know, like <laughs> pre and post. <laughs> right, pretty much. So, so that that's where I got off the Kanye West train. Like, he, I'm not so emotionally invested in whatever he has going so much anymore. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, I like on a music tip, I was done with Kanye, like, <laughs> yeah, similar to you. Yeah, I'm, it's like I was just, I was done, like musically, like, like yeah. Pablo, it was okay, but still, it's just, I, I still, like, I don't even think I could, I could honestly have an honest opinion of like Pablo because I'm still, <laughs> so like, I don't even feel like I ever gave that album a real fair shake because I was just so yeah. done with Kanye from Jesus, because it's like I went through, I went through three phases of being done with Kanye, like I was done with Kanye. Okay. After 808 to Heartbreak. I know that's not a popular opinion for some folks because I know some people mm-hmm. that absolutely love that album and completely will 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 cape for that album as being mm-hmm. one of the greatest albums ever, right? And so I was done with him after 808 and Heartbreaks. And then he brought me back okay. with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, right? And I was rocking with him, you know, through my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, watch the throne, mm-hmm. and then Jesus came out. And then I was just like, uh, yeah. uh, he lost me again, lost me. So I, the music thing, I was kind of done with, with yeah. Kanye after the years and shit, right? And then, but just done with Kanye in general, like as a whole, yeah, the slavery was a choice thing. Like, come on, dude. Like, c- come on, man. Like, you can't, you can't. Like, I don't. He didn't even lose me with the maggot shit because I was just like, okay, okay. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do here. Like, I don't know what your attempt is. Like, maybe he just really feels this shit. I don't know. But when you but when you come out on national TV as a black man and say that basically slavery was a choice, nah. like it's like nah, bro, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think my man who was coming off the slave right. had a choice to be a slave. It was made, or it was either slavery right. or die. Yeah. Like that was the choice. I mean, you're right. He had a choice: be a slave or die. Like I don't think there's any like it's not like my man had a choice. Like you know what? I don't feel like being a slave today. I'm gonna just go be a stockbroker. Like nah, yeah. that wasn't it. So yeah, he lost me on that one. So I was just like, so now I'm just like, 
why do we even pay attention to Kanye? Like at this point, like when he says something, like like and, and every now and then some new controversy will happen. Like oh, Kanye, did. I, it's it's gotten to the point where I haven't even listened to the Sunday service shit. Like I just be like, I don't I don't want to. I have no interest in it. People, are yeah, me, I'm all right. I'm just like, yeah. Mm, nah, I'm yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. I'm just like I, uh, nah. I haven't bought the sneakers, even though I never yeah. really fucked with the sneakers to begin with. But I don't really rock with the sneakers. Like I don't like. Yeah, like I'm just I'm over it. Like Kanye Kanye might as well would have died to me. Like it just it like he might as well would have passed away back in 2017. Like it's just like well, I do have a pair of Yeezy boots and they they are mad comfortable. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be that I won't be that guy. Like, fuck yeah, but I got these shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um anything else in music or in film? I mean, I know oh, yeah, I don't know I if we did that game. Like that's when we might have to come back. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Well, yeah, okay, whole, let me let me just ask whole, y'all this right on okay. Endgame. Which was the better movie? Infinity War or Endgame? Oh, Infinity War. Like that's that's my my go-to answer, mainly because of Thanos actually winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that movie just left you with so much desire, you know, so much to be desired. You know what I'm saying? Even though Endgame was phenomenal. I feel that. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, it's it's, it's weird because I kind of look at Infinity War. Well, yeah, take, I think movie. technically it is. So they filmed both of those films together. So I mean, it is. It, it it. Although the Russo brothers have said that, like, no, it's not because they wanted. They specifically did it where Infinity War was his own movie and Endgame is his own movie. But from a storytelling narrative perspective, yeah. like, it's really one big ass movie. Like, essentially, it's just one big ass, you know. Five or yeah. six hour movie. Yeah. It's just, essentially that's what it is. So it's hard for me to like, oh, what movie yeah. was better? Like, I, I I'm with you though, uh, Raph and and and, and Jay. Like, I, I I think it's yeah. I think it's Infinity War. Like Thanos is performing. The fact that Josh Brolin did not even sniff. An Oscar I, I know because oh my god, what? Nah, yeah, you right. You definitely yeah. Like one of the most layered villains. Since uh, since my man, yeah, uh, since my man, he like what, like how did this man not Just even nominate? Get yeah, an Oscar, like and he, not even a Golden Globe nomination because <laughs> right. they they, like, they hate they how? hate, the one, they hate like, how did this happen? The superhero movies, yeah, they, yeah, they hate this comic book shit. Yeah, they hate this comic book movie shit, man. But somehow, Shape Shady of Water is like water. the greatest thing. Like that. Like, what? <laughs> Dog, the fact that Get Out did not win Best Picture Shape for Shape of Water. Of water. Where, a, where a retarded woman, a retarded or a mute or deaf woman, whatever the hell she was, falls in love with a fucking shit. ocean monster. Like, really? That's, oh, like, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, yeah, somehow the shape of water is this critical darling, but you know, yeah. Thanos having this theory that half the half of the world's population is is basically eliminated. It's better for the world. But the, no, no, no. Of course right. not. We can't vote for that. That's, 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 that's kids game. Kids game. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm with you. Uh. I think Infinity Wars. <laughs> I just think it's better. Better. It's a better film. And then Thanos definitely. Thanos definitely. Well, I, I, I want to ask y'all because I, I like to get different perspectives. We don't have to get into like the whole next, you know, crux of of Endgame. Yeah. Obviously, we've both done reviews on it. How, how did y'all? How did y'all feel about the movie? It's like the story itself, the whole time travel thing, how everything unfolded. We don't have to get. Just give me the cliff notes. Right? <laughs> okay, so I like the fact that they did time travel 
but I hate the fact of it being presented by Ant Man. If that makes sense, <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I hated yeah, it, I and the it. fact I, that I get it. the only reason that Ant Man got out of the quantum realm was because of because a rat crit walked across the fucking remote for him to get out. <laughs> like I, that God, True. the fate of the universe depended on a rat. Like that, that's nuts. That's nuts to me. Hey man, <laughs> I just let Johnny yeah, have that one. I have nothing. Well, I, I think they had to figure. Out, I think they had to figure out a way to make Ant Man important to the to the MCU story. So <laughs> For I, real, they they found it. Shit, they finally yeah. figured out a way to make Ant Man important. But um, yeah, no, which I, that didn't bother me as much. Um, that didn't bother me as much. I guess my question would be for y'all: What did I mean? I you just told me what bothered you. But what, what about you, like Rap? Like what what bothered you more about it? Because we, yeah, we've yeah. all talked about our love, for well, but what bothered you? Yeah, it's, it could be a nitpick, nitpick item. item with me. It was definitely like I think they made it painfully obvious that Iron Man was gonna you know die at some point in the movie. Um, I think we all went in knowing that a major central figure of the MCU would not be with us moving forward. Um, but. Did you feel like did you did you have the feeling the entire time that it was Iron Man? Because I think mm-hmm. I think in first viewing, I knew it. I knew there was going to mm-hmm. be a major character killed. I just didn't know which one. Like I think I think now mm-hmm. going back and watching it again, or just or just taking myself out of it and looking at the yeah. the, the the story arc yeah. and the things that they said. Yeah, like I think like, it's obvious. I, my, I've only seen the movie once, so like do like when I'm watching it. I was just like the little things throughout the movie and after arc, I was like, Iron Man's totally uncomfortable. He's still feeling away. He, you know, he finally has his daughter five years into the future. So he's really like settled into this family life. And now they're pulling him back in. And, you know, Dr. Strange gives uh, Tony Stark the speech, you know, hey, if, you know, you know, if you, you know, if I tell you, it's not going to happen. So I was like, oh, that's, that's obvious. Right. <laughs> Damn, I you know what? I didn't I didn't pick it. I didn't pick it. I, I, maybe because yeah. I was so immersed in the day. Oh yeah, moment, it was just certain, it was just little up. stuff. I was just like, yeah, that, that's obvious as hell. But I was like, okay, so what part? You know, when does he actually die? And then you know, I I, I didn't cry, but you know, I I was close, and it was really when the light on his chest flickered. I think that fucked me up emotionally. <laughs> like I I think I you know I was like oh. <laughs> how did y'all um I, I guess for me the thing that's bothered me and i think it's bothered, but it's been an overarching thing with the mcu in general over the last few and it's definitely mm-hmm. especially over the last few films like how much they've just thank you and thank you like, thank like that you. shit has been i feel the exact shit, and same I get, way and honestly like i get more upset about it and and I'm just saying, like I haven't listened. to Johnny has went on plenty of rants about uh, thank you the Hulk and the MCU. But they have completely. But me and Johnny are on the same page because we yes. fuck with that. that was great. Like and, and I I will fuck. I'm matter of fact, I'm banging the drum for it right now. That is one of the top ten Marvel films ever, and it's a crime That's that that film is. gets shit on. I don't even know why. I don't know why. Like, to me, I had no problem. First of all, Edward Norton uh, is a better yeah, actor than yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. It's not even a debate. <laughs> it's not even a debate. And I, I, I love that movie. Like, I love that movie. I don't know what was the problem with that film. Like, I don't understand, like, why is that, like, the redheaded stepchild? Like, somehow, Thor Dark World 
is, nah. is considered a better, I don't know. I don't know. It's considered. I don't. Know, I don't know. I, Marvel family. I don't know who's. I don't know who's that. I guess because it was so. Early, I, I guess because it was so early on, they changed. Like it was bad. Like they, you know, they changed the actor. But you know, oh, yeah. you know what's crazy? The Incredible yes. Hulk came out literally like two or three months after the first Iron Man. They came out in the same year. Yes. Yeah. What the? F- Come on, man. Thank you. And for the longest time, I know this is going to be a major hot take. For the longest time, I thought that movie was better than Iron Man. <laughs> you can slander me all you want. I thought that movie was. Just I would as definitely good, say just not as better. Good, than I don't know if I would say better, but de- de- definitely just as good though. Definitely it, just as good. Like I just don't understand it. But but going back to the Hulk topic, like yo, they completely neutered and misused Hulk. The fact that my man is basically—I mean, I still haven't gotten over the fact that he got—he got—he just got his ass whooped by Dan and, and never came back. And, 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 and yeah, he got never came back. Like never came back. Like it was just super washed. And and then in this one, he's just like he's he's base he's basically a fucking <laughs> which is nuts. Think about it. Like, think think about that shit. Like, if I would have told you in 2007, mm-hmm. right, that we're doing an Avengers film and Hulk is comic relief, you would have said, you would have, you would have cursed me out. Yeah. You would have said, shut the fuck up. There ain't no way they make a Hulk a comic relief character. Because if you think about is. this, if you think about that final fight scene in the Incredible Hulk against Abomination, that's one of the best fight scenes in yeah. the MCU. Like, yes, for real. Yeah. Yes. But like, God. Look, let me ask Absolutely. you guys this since we're kind of on the Hulk situation. Like, do you guys even find the 2003 version somewhat entertaining? Or no. is it just me? Not no, at that, all. No, that that no. shit was trash. No, that was no, cool. I don't. Not That's crazy. That shit. Eric Banner's crazy. Eric That's crazy because I actually no. like that old no. uh, sentimental layered daddy issue shit. Like, I love that movie. I don't know what it is. Damn, I just watch it. He was only the Hulk in that movie for like the last like 20 minutes. That is he, true. he didn't even turn into the Hulk until the end of the movie. I know. That is my unpopular opinion. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better than the 2008. I just enjoyed the 03 version. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you, you, you marching up that hill with that. Yeah. No, nah, but yeah, man. I just, I like, I, I did the review with my homie, and it's just like, and he, he kind of sees my, my way of thinking on it. Like, damn, like, I just, I'm so upset that they've just completely, like, he's new, he's neutered, like, neutered. They just neutered him, man. Yeah, just neutered him, dog. Like, he's just, he's just, he's nothing now. He's nothing. He's nothing. Like, I, it, it boggles my mind, yo. Like. I, yeah, I, I'm not even gonna keep going because it's, right. it's, 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 it's just annoying. No, nah, you know definitely not alone. My one. thing is That's this: this is my last point on it, right? In 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 game, so I understand he's Professor Hulk, right? They're mer- Bruce Banner and the Hulk emerge. Cool, right? Right. Which which happened fine. in the comics? We got we got the Bruce Banner side of. The Hulk in Endgame. We needed the Hulk side. We needed Hulk to battle Thanos. We needed that, and we didn't get it. Right. We didn't get it. Yeah. That would have been the perfect way to end the Hulk's arc in in the MCU. But no. But since, but really, since the first Avengers, where, where oh, Hulk that, stole, definitely, yeah, the first, definitely. Right, like Hulk stole mm-hmm. the goddamn movie. Like ever since then, they have just completely shit on Hulk. Like, remember, remember in 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 Asia, Ultron and introduced interest, the yeah, yeah, love yeah. interest with him and Natasha that never went anywhere. I'm I'm like, why did y'all even 
go here with this if y'all yeah. wasn't even gonna pay it off like no man wasn't even gonna get a piece of ass nothing like it's nothing like just we're just gonna set this up to just set it up like i don't even understand that one but um yeah they just progressively have gotten worse with him it wasn't even like oh we we, we fucked up with him for a movie but we got it back no 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 they just continuously continuously just fucked him up in the movie and i enjoyed him in ragnarok but yeah it, that's not the hope that i want to see <laughs> crazy man crazy just crazy it's, it's yeah yeah anything else in in because we're gonna transition to sports in a second but anything else in movies oh, or no. pop culture I'm music good. i think i'm good uh let's, let's get to sports man uh uh i, I need i need to i don't i don't know what my los angeles Lakers is doing man i, I just i don't I, I don't. I, uh, I don't know what we're doing. Did, I, I, uh, let me ask you this: I've Did you make it to the protest the other day? I'm. I'm not sure. It was. It was so many people out there. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah, there, was, there were tens of people. Tens of people. You know what it was like? I think. I think it was like the 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 kids of the the most expensive season ticket holders, <laughs> and like maybe one of the co-owners. Kids yeah. that all went out for the protest. Like they they just happened to be in the office that day, and like, oh dad, we're gonna go protest this shit. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just don't embarrass us. And yeah, they they pretty, they pretty embarrassed much. everybody. Like they just pretty they much just embarrassed pretty themselves much. and the Lakers. Yeah, like, oh man, I, I just like I need to get y'all perspective. Like, dude, are the Lakers this much of an embarrassment? Like. I feel like uh, I should be embarrassed yes, with my team. Yes, because, you know, <laughs> you all pride yourself on the, you know, the 16 banners and everything <laughs> like that. So it's like when it comes time to do these these grandiose coaching hires and free agency moves and things like that, it has been very lackluster for the past, let's just say, seven, eight years, like it feels like. Yeah. It, it's been yes. bad. It's been bad, and the no, Lakers I, are definitely a staple, and they're the one of the most polarizing uh, sports franchises ever, ever. So, well, here's here's the thing I will say. I I still to this day will defend the Luke Walton hire. Mm -hmm. I think Luke Walton was a good hire. I think the problem with Luke Walton, I've said this on any on many mm -hmm. podcasts, so this is nothing new. Um, the problem with Luke Walton was that he was a young coach brought into coaching, young yeah. team, a rebuilding effort, right? When you go out and you sign LeBron, it James, changes. Luke Walton basically yeah. becomes obsolete, and the rebuilding becomes basically obsolete. Now you have a young coach who's still trying to figure out how he can be a better coach, coaching LeBron James. And now the expectation is now, hey, we're rebuilding, we're building something here. You know, let's just get into the play. No, now the expectation is championship. Pretty much. Like, so that completely changed. Like, I said it, I said it at the beginning of the year. Like, if you, if you, if LeBron, if you knew LeBron was going to have an issue with, with Luke Walton, which the writing was on the wall clearly early, you should have just fired LeBron. You should have just fired yeah. Luke at the beginning of the year. You should have never let Luke Walker yeah. coach this team if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you start re reading the tea leaves and going through everything that happened. So Luke Walton wanted Julius Randle back on the team. He wanted Brooke Lopez back on the team because those were guys that fit his system. And instead of, and instead of, you know, I, I don't know, doing something genius like putting players in position to succeed in the coaching staff's system. No, we go out and sign Ray John Rondo. We go out and say, sign Lance Stevenson. Guys that are not great shooters when, guess what? <laughs> 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 
I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a multitude of things. Like, it's just the Rob Palenka hire never makes sense to me. Like, you hire Magic Johnson. I understand why you do that. You hire yeah. Magic Johnson because he's Magic Johnson. <clears throat> he's an ultimate salesman. He's an ultimate recruiter. I, I get why he is there. But the smart, the smart money would have been hire a basketball nerd, a basketball yeah. lifer, a basketball geek that knows how to be a GM to be the fucking GM, to be Magic's right-hand man. No, you hire Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> it, it never made sense. Like, you know, like. And it's not even like it's, oh, he's an agent, so he doesn't know how to be a GM. Because the guy who built the Warriors, along with Jerry West, Bob Myers, yeah. is a former agent. So it has happened. It does work. But it's just like, I, I yeah. I, <laughs> the Lakers just, just every, it's amazing. Like every single thing they've done in the last two and a half years <clears throat> yep. has blown up in the face. <laughs> Completely. Like they haven't had one thing right. Outside of maybe drafting Kyle Kuzma, nothing they've done has gone right. I feel like the, the worst thing, <laughs> so, the worst thing they could have did was get LeBron on the team. I I wasn't even I wasn't even gonna go on LeBron bash now because you guys know I'm a I'm a card carrying I'm a card proud card carrying member of the LeBron James uh, <laughs> hater nation. And um and and, 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 and and for and for the people that are that are y'all fans that haven't listened to me, let me clarify this. LeBron James is a great man. He yep, does a yep. lot of great things for his community. Does a lot, you know, I, LeBron James is a guy that I probably would love to hang out with and talk business and talk life and politics. I hate LeBron James, the basketball player. That's who I hate. I hate LeBron James, the the the, the locker room politician, the yeah. the the drama yeah. queen, the diva. Yeah. Yeah. That's the LeBron James that I hate. Yeah. I know he's great. I know he's one of the top five greatest basketball players that has ever lived. Agreed. I will not. I will not even shit on that. But I hate fucking LeBron James, the basketball player. I hate that man. Yeah. Like I hate him. I feel like he everywhere he goes, he brings drama with him. Him and fucking Rich Paul and Maverick Carter trying to run shit. Ah! Like how are you? How are you the best player in the NBA and you have one of the biggest agencies in the NBA? I, I, like, Johnny, that doesn't that doesn't cause a conflict in our interest. Johnny, we we talked about this before. I was like, how in the hell do you you know you're like you're you're <laughs> how is that even allowed? Exactly. That's that that's what I was like. Hey, like that whole Anthony Davis thing. I was like, whoa, wait, like he's he's really your client. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the but the but the LeBron James sycophants out there, the apologists will say, oh, that has nothing to do. That didn't tear the Lakers apart. Yeah, it did. Are you fucking retarded? Yeah, it did. The, Anthony Davis essentially is a LeBron James client. Yeah. And what happened? LeBron James is trying to break him to the team that he just so happens to be playing on. Yeah. And <laughs> like, come on, man. And from a and from a morale standpoint, like those young players like Ball, Kuzma, uh, Ingram keep hearing their names and trade talks. Like, how can I sit here and focus when I know I'm getting I'm, I might be right. shipped to New Orleans yeah. in two weeks or a week or a few days? <laughs> Like, like, thank you. I, I, I thought I was the only one that just felt this way. Oh no, 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 no. LeBron, LeBron fucked the Lakers this year too. So it wasn't just now. It, it wasn't injuries, just injuries. If, if, you were, if you were doing a pie chart, yes, the injuries would, would take a large sum of that. Yeah, yeah. Like LeBron getting hurt on Christmas night, Lonzo's injury. Those were the two biggest injuries of the season. Yeah. And then on top of that, the little injuries that we suffered and sustained throughout the year. Yeah. The injuries definitely killed us. But the number two thing. And I would say not even number two, 1A, is the whole Anthony Davis debacle. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then the fact that Magic allowed himself to be played by the fucking <laughs> Pelicans. <laughs> played. Played by the Pelicans. Like, the Pelicans were sitting there laughing <laughs> at this nigga. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on, Magic. Yeah. Come on, man. And then the Pelicans fired the GM. After that. Yes. God. It was bad. And then they hired the nigga. They, they hired LeBron's boy to be the team. I'm like, come, you can't make this shit up. Yeah, you can't. Hell no. Oh my god, man! Oh, right. oh, you okay? God. You all right? You got I'm, it. I'm, good. Right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm, you know what? I'm not even. So, so how 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 does this even play out for the Lakers now? Obviously, we know the tie. The tie. We didn't even we didn't even touch on the tie loose. That's what I was going to get to. I think we need to get to a point where the Buzz family starts about uh, starts thinking about uh, selling the team. Um, well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me cut you off for a second first. All right. I actually like that we didn't hire Ty Lue because the optics of that shit was just bad from the start. Yeah. First of all, I think what is Ty Lue? Ty Lue is the coach that LeBron likes. Yeah. Like that's that is Ty Lue's claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah. It's not X's and O's. It's not a defense that he runs. It's not that he's a pro- like no. It's just it's just no. I'm LeBron's guy. But LeBron likes me. And because LeBron likes me, he lets me yell at him a couple of times. Yeah. So that makes me a qualified candidate for the job. No, the fuck it doesn't. <laughs> and this idea that, and then on top of that, you hear the you hear the reports that Woj drops out there that oh, he was mad at the three year because they was basically they was tying him with LeBron. To, yeah. It was, yeah, exactly. They were tying him to LeBron. They was like, oh yeah, you LeBron's hire, you LeBron's guy, nigga. You're gonna be here with LeBron. As soon as this nigga leave, you gone. Pretty much. So he was like, oh, I want that. I'm a championship level coach and I need five years. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> like, like LeBron, like LeBron going out there or Ty Lu going out there and saying he's a championship coach is like, it's, I, I don't even, I can't even find the analogy, but it's just a fucked up analogy. Like, are you really a championship coach? Like, really? Like, you, like are you really going to count yourself as a championship coach at this point? Like, come hey. on. Like, I could have been coaching that 2016 Cavs team. That, like, hey. that was more about the yeah. Warriors gagging on themselves right. than the Cavaliers even winning. Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally against that, but hey. If I have a championship on my resume, you, hey, I can have terms and conditions. Oh, I get it. I, oh, I, I can have, it. I can have I terms and conditions. It. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that whole thing was. I get it. I, I think, I think um, he would have compromised on the three years, but uh, Kurt Rambis as my assistant coach, like I can't pick no assistant coaches. Oh, like now, nah, that was now nah, that's fucked up. That's Why, so okay, so now that I've already made myself clear on the whole on the on the Tyloo yeah, shit, yeah. like I did not want Tyloo anywhere near coaching my fucking yeah team. yeah. Why the fuck is Linda Rambis involved in any Laker operation? Like why? <laughs> why is Linda Rambis even in the motherfucking building? When your BFF runs the team, it's like that. I don't give a fuck. Who, <laughs> it's all about it's all buy a about ticket, nigga. <laughs> like me, buy a ticket. It's all, yeah, it's all it's talk it's about, about it. About. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but shit, it's gonna be another year or two before the Lakers make the playoffs again. At least, dog. But I'm not even upset that Kurt Rambis is even in the in the discussion. Like, okay, I don't like Kurt Rambis, but it's like, okay, he's actually someone that's coached. He's he's in the Laker family. He's got some. Some, very little, but some credibility. Mm-hmm. Linda, his wife? Uh, association. That's all it is. <laughs> association. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I, I didn't mean to cut your point off. I didn't mean to cut your point off. 
Oh, it's all good because I, I understand your frustration because if this was my Spurs, I would definitely be like livid. Livid. Like the Spurs are at least in playoff contention. That's all I can ask for after the Kawhi thing. <laughs> That's all I can ask for. And y'all and y'all have competent people running y'all organization. That's the like thing. RC Buford is a genius. Yeah. Popovich, top three, top four NBA head coaches ever. Yes. Like Y'all have competent people in place. Like it's amazing to me how these organizations just continue to like. I feel like NBA NBA organizations are the most poorly ran organizations in sports. Like I really believe that. Yeah. Like I really believe that NBA GMs are retarded. <laughs> like secretly retarded. Like they're just dumb. Like the fact that Daryl Morey gave Chris Paul a, a four year, a hundred and fifty million dollar deal on the on the on man, the inside of his crime. Okay. Oh God, dog. <laughs> The fact that he's going to make something like 37 million, 44 million at age 37 at the at the <laughs> at the end of this current deal, like come on. Like I like if I was an owner, I would fire Daryl Moore as soon as soon as my fucking accountants did the right did, did, did my shit at the end of the year and I'm just reviewing this shit. I'm like, "Hold on, what? We pay who? Right. Exactly. Bruh, you paying Chris Paul at 37, 44 mil? Yeah, you fired. Like, <laughs> no, hand in your resignation today. Well, hey, man, I, I think it just speaks to, like like you said, ownership. Like, um, the Lakers are a family business. We <laughs> we keep giving them passes, but they're not their father. So it's like Dr. Dr. Buzz did all the, you know, did everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, he elevated the Lakers to uh, even more of a, you know, more of a height. Because the Lakers were the Lakers, and then he took them like ten championships in his time frame. Hey, they, uh, eight, oh, it's eight. We won eight. Okay, he did yeah, eight. eight. Okay, and then the then the kids got the last two, right? Because I think they got ten in that time frame. I'm just thinking under the bus. Uh, no, all right, let me let me let me uh, let me uh, hold on. Okay. So, bus owed the family in the 1980s. That's when he first came, or 1979 exactly. So he won the five in the eighties, mm-hmm. and then and then he won the three with Shaq and Kobe. So that's mm-hmm. and then he won the two. Uh, he won the two with Kobe and that, that's why I said ten. Yeah, that's oh, okay, yeah okay. you're right. My bad. No, okay. no, no, it's all good. So I'm just like, okay, well, he did that. He did that. So we're there. The kids are pretty much riding the coattails of that. They haven't been able to put competent people in since he left. Since he unfortunately yeah. passed. So, hey, uh, either you kind of get with it, or hey, there's nothing wrong with selling it. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but who's gonna? But who can? But I mean, who can buy it? Out, so, who, who can outright buy the Lakers unless it's just a? Uh, <laughs> unless it's just like right. It's, it's gonna have to be a you know, collective of like people. That. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna take. Cause see, that's the problem. That's the problem the Knicks have too. Like that's why the Knicks. That's why James Dolan. Like it, it, no matter how much I want him to sell the Knicks, like he's not selling the Knicks because there's there's nobody rich enough to buy the Knicks. No, right. It. The only person that can probably buy the Knicks yeah. is Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, and is he trying? And is he trying to get into sports? Uh, you know, I no. mean, American business owner. Like, I don't. I mean, I can't speak for somebody. You know, in, abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, Morocco, <laughs> yeah, some, some island. I can't speak for that person, but you know, what I'm saying like somebody, some of a known business person. Like, it would take a, either a a consortium or a conglomerate of like a, a group of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the same thing for the Lakers. Like the Lakers. Like who's rich? I mean, uh, the only person that's rich enough to either Bezos or even Balmer. When he bought the Clippers, he should have bought the Lakers. Like, like Balmer is the only person that I would think would would have the pockets to buy the Lakers. Yeah. Obviously, that's not happening. But um, 
Yeah. So there's nobody, realistically speaking, there's nobody buying. But I hope that the level of embarrassment that they're going through now, the level of slander that the Lakers, because I still have faith in Jeannie. Like, I like Jeannie. Like, this is my problem with Jeannie, right? I love Jeannie. Jeannie is right doing the business side. Like, that was always her thing, the business side of it. Yeah, yeah. Jeannie needs to bring in, and that was the plan, I guess, with Magic, was to bring somebody in to do the basketball side. But the problem was you brought the two wrong people. Like, you brought Magic in who didn't know how to be a president. He, Magic, I mean, the fact that Magic just basically quit was like, yo, I'm I, <laughs> The funniest thing, yeah. I, I want to guess, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it's like you hire Rob Palenka as the GM. Rob Palenka, Kobe's agent. Like, this is this man's claim to fame. Kobe's agent. Like that got Kobe a bag with a with a torn Achilles. Like that's his claim. Pretty much. And you bring him in as the GM. Like why? Why is this? Why? Uh, yeah, whatever. And then not to mention the fact that Cherry West wanted to come back to the Lakers. Oh, he did. Pleaded, wanted to. No, nah, we don't need Jerry West. Oh wow! See that the Lakers are setting oh, themselves back a lot. <laughs> oh my God, man! That's I'm just... sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's 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 move on, man. Because I don't even. This, don't this even is want. hilarious. You know what? You know what? I, let's move on because they don't even deserve this much airtime, honestly. So. <laughs> and another thing, you know, another thing that bothers me is the fact. You know, you know the other thing that bothers me yeah. is that okay, so they they dodged the bullet in my opinion by hiring by not hiring Tyler. Okay, right. Who who? All right, so let me ask y'all. Who do y'all think would be a good candidate to coach the Lakers, regardless of the whole GD bus and the whole the Kurt Rambis, all that shit? Who do y'all think is a competent enough head coach to take the job? Um, either like a Mark Jackson, maybe, uh, if he's interested. <laughs> uh, nothing was wrong with Mike Brown. I think you would agree with that. Nothing was wrong with him. Eh. 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 Now, the coach that I want is Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like people are jaded by Tibbs because of how the Minnesota thing ended. But that's not his fault that Jimmy Butler basically punked the whole <laughs> franchise. Pretty much, and that's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, I mean it's, it's kind of his fault because he brought Jimmy Butler in. But you know what I mean. Like it's not his fault that you know Jimmy Butler and a couple of niggas off the Chicago block basically came into practice, <laughs> played Carl Anthony Thomas, and. Uh, uh, Wiggins. Towns and and Wiggins in, in a four on four and beat these guys. Like it's not it's not Thibodeau's fault. It's not Thibodeau's fault. Right. So I think people are jaded by that, but like let's let's not forget that Thibodeau won sixty games plus with the Bulls. Yeah. Coach of the year twice. Was had like a six hundred winning percentage with the Bulls. He wasn't the problem with the Bulls. The fact that. Foreman and Paxson still have jobs. Yes. Like we talk about Genie Bus and how poorly ran Ooh, the, the Bulls. I mean, the fact that that Paxson and and Gar Foreman still have jobs <laughs> is, the, is is another is a whole another problem. But so he wasn't the problem in Chicago. And then when he went to Minnesota, he was just his plate was full. Yeah, he should he should have like, never been the GM was, too. He was the president. He, yeah, the you, you can't. Like, that's he, just, he, that never coach. worked. Like there's only. There's only one nigga that could do that, and that's and that's the legendary Pat Riley. Like he's the only cat that's been able to do that. Yeah. Like nobody else is able to really do that in the NBA because it's, it's two it's two different jobs and it's a lot. But Tibbs as just a coach, like if I bring Tibbs in as a coach, like yo, bring my I want you to bring that tough defensive minded style back to the Lakers. Y'all y'all not telling me that he's not a he's not a competent. Oh coach? no, I never said he was competent. Like I think I, I don't know like. 
You think the, the those players, the personnel right now, just right now, presently constituted, no free agents, no anything. You think Tibbs could, you know, whip them into shape? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I think I think I think Tibbs would love coaching Brandon Ingram if he's healthy, if he's right. Yeah. Um, I think Lonzo. I, I think let's not forget who was the coach. I know everybody brings up, you know, he ran those players into the ground. I'm I'm not uh, that that's. I'm not with all that. Like, who was the coach that developed Derrick Rose, that developed, you know, Joe Kim into an all-star in the defensive player of the year? Like, yeah. Lou Aldang, all those. It was Tibbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he ran him into the ground, too. <laughs> but he developed them. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? You can't, can't have one without the other. Right. Um, I, I just think he would be great for the job, man. I think if you let Tibbs just coach and you bring him in with a staff, you know, you know, you can have a, an assistant head coach that's great with the offense and just just let him be Tibbs. Like, I think that's a perfect hire. But somehow he's not the hire, but Frank Vogel is the hire. Frank Vogel. <laughs> They're reaching into their bag now. This is desperation and oh, it's a stinky cologne. <laughs> Bruh, like if I, I wouldn't, you know what? I wouldn't even be upset if they hired Frank Vogel. I'm going to tell you the nigga that I'm going to be upset if they hire Jason oh, Kidd. If these if these dudes try to finagle this <laughs> to bring in Mr. Jason Mr. Kidd, spill my henny on the coach on the on the floor, Jason Kidd. <laughs> 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 just to beat my wife before playoff. Oh game. damn! I, I uh, see. I won't even go go there. I was just going on coach. Yeah, I was just yeah, on no, coach Jason Kidd. I'm 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 gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. Mr. 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 Running to a tree. Oh, yeah. uh, in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. People, people forget that, but you know, hey. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Flameout, Mr. Flameout. Let's not forget he fla- he he fin- he he tried to play he tried to play Prokhorov in the Nets. Yeah, he did. Money, and when they told him like, no, no, nigga. So he so he he had the bucks in the bag because he knew the owner. And then this is the bad. This is the worst part. He was cool with the owner, and even the owners got him up out of there. Yeah, with Milwaukee because he wasn't doing a great job. Yeah, and look at him now. And dog. Giannis didn't even like him. Look at him now. Like, they're fl- flourishing like, now. And everybody, and, every, and the one thing everybody says about Giannis is Giannis is like a nice kid, polite, you know, you know, just like you couldn't, you could, it's not possible for Giannis not to like you. When Giannis doesn't even fuck with you? Yeah, and that's. But this is your head coaching candidate? Yeah. Come on, son. So, no, I ain't, I ain't rocking. Yeah. Kid hasn't done anything to, you know, to prove himself to be a coach to be. Like, he's just been there. Didn't he become a coach the year after he retired or like the season? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was literally like right after he retired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he at least waited a year. Derek Fisher was just like the off, like the bigger retired in in Yeah. I feel like he retired and like I feel like he retired and they like just slid him down the bench. Like literally (laughs) like Yeah, exactly. It's basically what happened. (laughs) Crazy. Basically what happened. But uh, yeah, man, Jason Kidd, dog. That's like that's the one hire that that I just don't want. like. Don't bring this dude. At least Frank Vogel's a competent, semi competent head coach. Yeah. Like really, Frank Vogel had success in India. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He developed Paul George, or at least helped develop Paul yeah. George. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the he made Roy Hibbert into an NBA. Ah, player. Roy Hibbert. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not forget. Like, Roy Hibbert was actually a competent NBA player. We were Frank Bo- was borderline All Star, right? Like, he was like yeah, exactly. third team All NBA or some shit. I think. Yeah, exactly. Like... So crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but let's move on. The Lakers don't deserve this. <laughs> I, I, 
I I want y'all because I'm I'm here for all the Houston slander. Oh. So so I'm ready for it. Ah, yeah, those guys. Um yeah, then uh then Chris Ball re up after uh last year and was like, oh, let's finish it. And got yeah. finished in six. Yeah, uh, healthy, no, but healthy but, Chris Ball. Have y'all been on? But have oh. y'all been on Bleacher Report today? Uh, All the stories coming out about. No, I haven't. So, report came out this morning or whatever that yesterday Curry was trying to have a, a hour shoot around before the game, mm-hmm. and that when Chris Paul, Chris Paul wasn't even in the arena. I, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but um, basically, Steph Curry was trying to have an hour to himself. Toyota Center to do a, an hour shoot around before the game. Um, and when Chris Paul found out about it, drove to the arena and basically what? kicked him out of the arena. <laughs> was like, no, you can't, you can't, nah, we're not having the court. Like, nah, nah. And even when Steph Curry tried to be like, you know, all right, whatever, man, just, you know, we could share the court, you know, you, you know, half court, half court, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Chris Paul was like, no. That's why when you see, if you watch, if you go on Bleacher Report and you watch the video of, you know, after we get done or whatever, you watch the video of Steph Curry coming back in the locker room, everybody giving him a, uh, a standing ovation. He's like, kick me off the court, huh? That's what we're going through? You're going to kick me off mm. the court? I'm like, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. The, 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 the Chris Paul doesn't have that right because mm. if I recall correctly, last year he had the opportunity to play in the game. It was a game seven, right, for them to win? And he decided to sit on the bench? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how how valid that that is. I I never like to criticize folks that are injured. Like I just I, that's one of my things when I when I cover sports. Like if a guy's injured, I'm gonna take him at face value that he's injured. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I you know, could it have been? I could think he have been was because then he, I, I'm, now I could be mistaken, but he dressed for the game. Uh, he dressed. There was talks that he could have, he, that there were, you know, there was, it was rumblings that he probably could have, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not there in that locker room. Could he have played? Could he have not played? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say that because then that just sounds bad. Like, oh, this nigga, his, his damn hamstring was completely severed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're going to play, play, play. Like, <laughs> right, right. But, uh, like, but I mean, hey, this is my problem with the Rockets. And, and this is the thing with the Rockets, man. The Rockets, I just think James Harden doesn't I agree. have that it. He just doesn't have it. He just doesn't. Yeah. He does not have it. And and this is a this is a polarizing topic because I know I know people that completely think I'm wrong with this. Like they just think I'm. Oh, you don't know basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm like yo. If James Harden, like I thought they lost this series Wednesday night. Okay. That's when I thought they lost the series. Mm-hmm. Like you got. Y'all remember when KD went hurt? Everybody thought it was an Achilles. Yeah, yeah. Even the fans in the arena thought it was like a bad injury. Like this is just this doesn't look right, right? It just had you just had flashbacks. To right, <laughs> right. Like you could tell the Warriors visibly weren't right for about a good five six minutes. Right, they just weren't. Right. Yeah. If I'm James Harden, oh, I'm a shark. Yeah. Smelling blood and water. Like oh, oh, give me the rock. Like I'm taking us home. I don't give a fuck. Mike, fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> Give me the rock. This I, I got you. Right. Pass the ball. On Pass the ball to Will. Single right. <laughs> possession. I'm either driving to the basket, mm-hmm. getting to the line, right? Yeah. Or I'm stepping back and hitting my three, or I'm or I'm creating another shot for PJ in the corner, or I'm creating a shot for Eric in the in the 
He didn't do any of that. The fact that this man in the fourth quarter only took three shots in the entire fourth quarter. The fact that Eric Gordon became the primary ball handler for a lot of the possessions in that game. And y'all still y'all still trying to tell me that, that James Harden doesn't shy away from big moments? Oh, he's been doing it since um, the Thunder lost, you know, that, 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 that short season. So if that wasn't an, an, an indictment then, it should have been – it's definitely an indictment now. Like, you know what I'm saying? He always shrinks in those small moments. So it's like, yeah, he's cool for the regular season. You know, you're all step to 50 points a game. And, you know, that's cool. Uh, I enjoy – I somewhat enjoy his game. And I think he's going to age well with this game. Like, I don't think his game's going to fall off anytime soon. But do I think he's dependable in those moments? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and I hate when everybody, oh, well, look at the stats. Look at what he did. Da, 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 da. You guys all know that there's more to <laughs> right, win. Right, you got to actually win. Ask Westbrook. It's those intangibles. <laughs> Ask Westbrook. It's those intangibles. It's those Damn. things that you don't put in the stat yes, sheet. Yes, yes. It's like, hey, man, ask Westbrook. Like, all that stat piling is cool, but does it actually win games? Not necessarily. No. no. <laughs> and all I'm saying is James Harden, that was his moment. That was his legacy game. Yeah. Right there. That's an intangible. That's not a stat. Because, yeah, if you look at the stats, he had like 33 points. Like, no, but I'm talking about the intangible. Yeah. That moment right there, Jordan yep. would have found his way Kobe to take his definitely. team home. Kobe would have found a way to take his team home. Larry Bird would have found a way to take his team home. No, you don't have to. Don't, don't. <laughs> Nick, dog, honestly, LeBron honestly counted. even LeBron yeah. would have figured it out. He would have. Like, I, I at least give LeBron that. He's not been, he's, he hasn't been the killer his whole career, but God, God damn, James. Like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> It's, it's right, like, literally, like, like right it's there right for the taking. You chose that. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. And I said it, I said it as soon as the final buzzer went off on game five, I said it, they lost yes. the series. They lost it because you don't, you will never get another opportunity. Yeah. And what they did was they gave the Warriors life. They gave the Warriors belief because the Warriors was like, yo, we pulled this shit out without KD. Right. Now. Then you gave them 48 hours. Now they're looking like the. 48 hours yes. to game plan, 48 hours to figure out, okay, we're going to play these guys, and if we get this much out of these guys, and we just let Steph and Clay close it. And that's even worse. Now they're looking like the Warriors of the old. Right, yeah. and that's even worse because Steph didn't have no points in the first half in game six. <laughs> Steph was You basically had no KD like, and no damn, Steph Curry. Come on. Come on. Like, for real. Come on. Steph went, what was it, 23? Was it 23 in the fourth? Yes. Something like that? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's, that was insane. Man. That was crazy. It, it, oh, it, it just, it just, it's just certain players and certain teams that just for whatever reason just don't have that. It. They just don't have it. And, and they don't have you, it. And that's the thing that people miss out on. Like, it takes more. Like, people just are so fixated with stats. Oh, he scored 39 points and 10 assists and 14 rebounds. But there's an intangible to winning. There's a certain element to winning that just goes beyond stats. So is he? Yeah. The things that are that that it's, don't get uh, measured is James Harden and New Charles Barkley. No, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, Charles, that's disrespectful. <laughs> because Charles never shot away from big moments. Charles was just unfortunate. very unfortunate. He <laughs> and he played in an era where the greatest basketball. No, nah, you're right. No, nah, you're time, right. Arguably, you're right. 
play. Like, but Charles Barkley didn't shy away from. Yeah, him. and you know and and even then, Charles Barkley never had the season that James Harden had this year statistically. Yeah. Charles Barkley wasn't mentioned. Oh, like oh, Charles Barkley is going to be go down as one of the great scorers in the NBA history and blah 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 blah. Like when James Harden goes out there and wins an MVP and does and does the ex, the, the offensive exploits that he does this year. And there's, I mean, there was there was an article mm-hmm. this year, right? That analytically speaking, right? Analytically speaking, right? Because you know the NBA now is a new analytical. You know it's, they 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 follow super <laughs> baseball now. Yeah, yeah. That's driven, right? Um, the analytically speaking, James Harden is better than Kobe Bryant. And see, and I never and I never been the biggest Kobe guy, but th- whoever wrote that is fucking high. I don't care what kind of analytics you can put forward. I can never say that James Harden. And see, is and that Kobe. tells you analytics ain't shit. Stats ain't shit for real. If you're not winning. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's just. It's just. It's mind-boggling, man. It, 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 and 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 you know what, Houston. And I said it last year. I thought Houston missed their window. I, I thought uh, they had. And I go back. And I go back to last yeah. year with this. James Harden, right? The MVP of the NBA last year, without yeah. question, right? You have the Warriors down seventeen points at halftime. At home, you have the defending champs. Down three games to two, down by 17 points, and you can't close? That's bad enough. That's bad enough. But then who nights later, you have the same defending champ. And anybody who saw game seven last year knows the Rockets just just they ran the Warriors out of the building in that first half. They should have been up, I mean, they should have been up by 30, truth be told. You got a 15-point lead in game seven, MVP on the court. And you can't close that game out? Come on, man! Don't don't tell me nothing about James Harden. Don't 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 don't, don't tell me nothing about James Harden, bro. I'm done with James Harden, bro. I'm done with James Harden. James Harden can go out there and score seventy five. Have a seventy five point triple double. He can have a seventy five point twenty assist, twenty five rebound game. I don't give yes. a fuck. Don't matter. I don't yes. don't care. I don't care. I will change the channel. He can score a hundred point. He can have a hundred yeah. point triple double. Yeah, I'm change the channel. He can get a quadruple double. I don't care. Which with feels. I don't care about none yeah, of that. that I don't, don't care about none of that shit. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. I'm done. Crazy. I'm done. It, he's he's just a choke artist, man. It's a choke exactly artist. What he is, and I thought that this was his signature series. He had the bloody eye out there looking like Kano from Mortal Kombat <laughs> and shit. I thought it was lit. Like I was like, yes. What? Like when is it ever gonna be a better chance for him to win? No, no, no time better than the present, and he had it right now, right now. This is the time. This was your moment. This was your legacy-defining moment, and you and you crumbled. And yes, I know he had a great game six statistically, but again, that's the that's the caveat that all James Harden, because I think James Harden fans are starting to be just as bad as LeBron and Russell Westbrook <laughs> fans. Oh, he had thirty-five points. <laughs> right. Okay, I don't care. What, what's saying the show say? What is what the average though, Skip? What the average? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when the when 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 the when the moment was there for him, he didn't he didn't exactly. grab it. He didn't grab it. Yep. So I'm done. I'm done with the Rockets, man. And 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 then and and, and what do y'all think? Like this? Oh, it's, it's, it's shut. Like, what? It's yeah. shut. What can they even do? It is that's another thing. They have they're like they got like a hundred million tied into that starting five. So they they they're capped yeah. out. They're fourteen million dollars in the hole. I think. So they don't they don't even. So have they basically stuck with this team unless they can trade. And nobody's gonna trade for nobody. Yeah, nobody's taking and, on Chris Paul. 
Nobody's taking on Chris Paul now at this point. That contract is an albatross. Yeah. Nobody's taking that on. Nobody's taking on Clint Capella. Clint Capella. Like, I want to know who his agent is. He might be Clint Sports. I don't know. But he got a Tristan Thompson deal. <laughs> yes! Clint Capella! <laughs> nah, he's, he's better than Tristan. He's better I was just... Tristan Thompson. But, but, but even Clint Capella. Like, he's a nice big, but he ain't, he's not game-changing. But they can't. I mean, unless you find, I mean, somebody might take Clint Capella off your hands. Somebody might take, but, for but, but that'll be but a bad for, contract for a bad for contract. Deal. Like that's the thing, but <laughs> but see that's the thing. That'll be a bad contract exactly. for a bad contract trade. Like we'll give you Clint Capella, but we'll take back you know. That's why I was Kevin about to Love. say Kevin Love. But we'll like, give you that's Clint Capella. <laughs> that made sense. Yeah, yeah. That's the only other. I mean, I, I didn't. I know nobody's talked about this yet, but Boy, what, if, <laughs> what if? What if? What? What if somehow Le- this shit with LeBron James? Because I think the Lakers should trade. They goes back to the Lakers. I don't even go back to the Lakers. But what if the Lakers? What if the Lakers decided to trade? LeBron? They they I should. Want. I really uh, think they should. Uh, the Lakers do not need LeBron. LeBron I, went to the Lakers to get his whole studio shit off, to get his all yeah. his uh, shows and shit off the ground. That's why LeBron went to LA. And because his family's there and he wants to follow your life. I mean, I, hey, I don't begrudge anybody for wanting to go to L.A., from, from Cleveland to L.A. to live. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not, not. It's a no-brainer. It's, it's a no-brainer. But I get it. You know, yeah. But but what if, I mean, somehow, you know, the, like the Lakers could pull off a deal for the, to the Rockets. I don't know what I don't know what that trade would look like. I don't know what would be given up. I don't even know if it would even it's even possible of happening. Mm. That's the only way I see. That's the only move that I see. The Rockets can make that would instantly. Yeah, but only team. from a starter starter standpoint. What would your reserves look like? Horrible. Yeah, horrible. I mean, they have no they they have no other moves. They have no other moves to make because yeah. they capped out. That's how. That's what. That's how bad that Chris Paul deal was <laughs> last year. That summer, and I don't think that goes talked about. And I don't think that that deal got no, talked about. It did because it was the summer of LeBron. You know, all those other things just kind of went. You know, unnoticed. But there's no other move that they can make that, like, unless you're trading for LeBron. And again, I don't even, and this is just a hypothetical. I don't even know what that trade yeah. would look like. It, it, I would assume it had to be a three-team trade. Would, I would assume. I would. Yeah, it would have to be a three-team trade, and I would assume you know you would have to part ways with Capella and. and oh no, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon has to go, work. and that's not an indictment on him. Yeah, just to, <laughs> but just to make just to make yeah. the money even work. Yeah, just to make the money even work, you would have to part with Eric Gordon and Capella at least, and some picks, future picks. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the next move is for that franchise, you know, because I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what the next play is. Yeah, for we're real. in the end game now. <laughs> but it's, hold on, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Stefanos snapped his fucking fingers. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Hell no, that's funny. <laughs> uh. Before I let you go, man, any predictions on the uh, on the two games uh, tomorrow? Yeah, I I think uh, Toronto and uh, Denver. Wait, who's playing? Uh, Toronto's playing uh, Philly, and you have uh, dang, I can't even get it out. Denver, Denver, uh, and Portland. Denver, and Portland. Denver, and Portland. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so Denver and Portland is game seven tomorrow at three thirty, and then. Uh, and then the night game is so uh, I'm, Toronto. I'm, I'm pulling for the Trailblazers because I, I I fuck with Damian Lillard, so I'm a, I'm gonna pull for them. Oh. Even though I don't think I don't think they're gonna win, but I'm gonna pull for them. Um, <laughs> and then I think I think I'm going Toronto. Yeah, I like Toronto. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I have a funny. Fi- I mean, that's weird. I think. Uh, I think Toronto should win. I think Toronto, like I said at the beginning of the series, Philly has more talent, but Toronto's the better team. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. If that makes sense. Um, I don't trust Philly. I don't trust Joel Embiid. I don't trust uh, at all. I don't trust Ben Simmons <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, and the fact that he's gotten away with being fucking ass cheeks for two straight postseasons is is ridiculous to me. But I have a funny. <sighs> Something tells me Philly might win. And you're not wrong in that prediction. I'm I'm like, I'm hey, Philly can definitely win tomorrow. They're just so they're just so they're so inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. They're so erratic. They're so erratic. You watch them play and it's like, damn, why? Like Philly should be much like Philly should be where the Bucks are. Like, but they're just so erratic, so just you never know what you're getting. And bead, you know, tomorrow he might, <laughs> oh, he might come on tomorrow tonight. <laughs> Into tomorrow's game, and you know oh he might have to God. call out, like you know. So yeah, I, who knows? I will say this: I I will say I think Toronto's gonna win, but I would not be surprised if Philly finally. I, I, I don't know. I have a funny feeling Philly's gonna free, is gonna win this game, but I'm gonna still go with Toronto. I think Toronto. I think Kawhi Leonard is the difference. They can't. They just literally yeah. have nobody that can yeah. play that man one on one. And uh, if, if this game was on, if this game was in Philly, I'd in Philly all the way. But Toronto, the home crowd. Um, I even think I, you know, call me crazy, but I even think. <laughs> Where has he been? <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about another dead end contract. Yeah, that nobody will pick up. Oh, oh well. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then Denver and Portland. Uh, Denver and Portland, hey, I got Portland. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that. Winning in Game Seven, just because, just because, just because of Denver's youth, I still don't trust yeah. Denver in a big spot. I know they, yeah. I know they, I know they beat your Spurs in, in games in a game that set basketball <laughs> back. They, I think they overachieved this year, and it's fair to say that <laughs> they did. But still, oh my God, that game, that game was a fucking <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think. Uh, I think I think Portland. I think Portland pulls it out. It's a it's a pick'em game because I yeah. I, can, I can see either team winning, but I don't know. I just Portland's gonna figure. Out. I think Dane Lillard's gonna go crazy yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow after that. Yeah. So, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Great. Oh yeah. Thanks for having oh, yeah. us. Uh, but before we go, uh, go ahead and plug the social media. Plug where you can find the shows, episodes y'all got coming up. Um, everything. Oh, man. Go ahead. Uh, and well, um, I I can make it simple, Johnny. We can just do a. Hey, if you want to find out anything about Oversaturated the Podcast, follow us at oversaturatedthepod.com. I'm sorry, oversatthepod.com. That is our website for the uh, podcast. Anything for our socials, episodes, bios on me and Johnny is right there. Oversatthepod.com. Yeah, man. Check, check, check us out. Um, we have our the audio, hopefully the video of our live show um, coming out this week coming up. So be on the lookout for that, too. It'll be on the website. Yeah, yeah. And then also, uh, you want to follow us individually? You know, we'll be going back and forth with Manny online, but I'm the mind of rap on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, I'm J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. And on Instagram, I'm J-B-S underscore E-S-L underscore A-A-M-U. Word, man. And uh, I just want to say to you too, man, uh, not just thank you, but uh, keep it up, man. Y'all inspire me. Um, y'all inspired me to keep going and 
and uh, to keep doing this podcast shit and to get better and better each and every episode, each and every day, each and every week. So, um, real talk, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all are the shit. Um, and uh, keep it up, man. Y'all, 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 y'all. Thank you, man. man. I appreciate it. it. Thank you. Oh, we definitely gotta do this. Definitely, we gotta do this. Hey, man, let's 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 talk after Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Let's just see how that go. Hey, um. Hey, y'all just give me a date and a time, bro. Oh, no, hey, I'm we, with we, it, we gonna make that happen for real. We gonna make that. Happen. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, for real. Let's let's make it happen, man. It, we can do it on my it, show. It doesn't do it matter. Let's, let's just make that happen. We'll figure it out. Cool. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, thank y'all. No problem, man. Show, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back to the show. My thanks again to uh, Raphael and Johnny for joining me this week on the podcast. Please make sure you go listen and subscribe to their podcast. Oversaturated podcast is available anywhere where you can find podcasts on the internet. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, they're available everywhere. Um, also, make sure you check out their website, oversatthepod.com for more details and information on episodes and uh, specials and Patreon pages and all that good stuff, man. Go check it out. They're, those guys put out a great podcast each and every week. I hope you guys guys got a glimpse of that today um so go check those guys out man for real they, they some good dudes and hard-working dudes and uh always always a great listen so I, I hope you guys got that in today's episode um that's it for me today uh i apologize for some of the audio issues i may sound muzzled in some areas or just low in some areas we just really had some bad audio problems on my end of things i don't know it's just one of those things sometimes it's the nature of the beast when you're doing podcasts and when you're doing technology sometimes uh audio is not going to cooperate so um it's just one of those things so hopefully you guys can uh, bear through it and, and enjoy the show. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys supporting the podcast each and every week. And uh, without you guys, there is no podcast. I say that every week. I'll never stop saying that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. As always, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at AGS pod on Instagram at AGS podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the manual Brown on uh Instagram at the Manuel Brown, Facebook Manuel Brown. Follow us on Facebook at any given Sunday. Of course, become a member of AGS Nation. Um, yeah, man, that's it. That's it for real. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Please enjoy y'all days. Be safe. Be happy. Be blessed. Thank you guys for being the wonderful people that you guys are, the wonderful spirits in our lives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And a special shout out and a special happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers in my family. Um, you guys know how special you guys are to me. And, um, I love you. I love y'all. So hopefully y'all are enjoying y'all day. But I'll stop yapping because I'll probably have trouble hearing me or hopefully by this point it's gotten better. I don't know. But uh, thank you. Thank you so much for you guys listening and subscribing to the show. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Peace. Serious sound.